the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Hello, welcome again to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. Thank you for listening to the program. I hope it has been a blessing to you. Also want to say thank you to those of you who have been given to while you're single. We appreciate your giving. And if you're listening and you would like to donate to us, we greatly appreciate that. And we encourage you to go to our website, whileyouaresingle.org, and click on the Giving tab, and you'll get instructions on how to do that. And just want to say thank you again for giving to while you're single. If you happen to be in the Houston area, this Friday, we encourage you to join us for our next While You Are Single gathering. It will be taking place in Cullen Parlor in Houston Baptist University. You can go to our website, whileyouaresingle.org, for more information and directions. We are having a panel discussion on Frequently Asked Questions About Relationships Part 2. If you are not present for Part 1, you can go to our website, whileyouaresingle.org, click on the podcast, and you can check out the archive and look for frequently asked questions about relationships and you have an idea of our panel discussion we're going to have a panel of single adults christian single adults who are going to be sharing their experiences and just sharing what they've learned over the years as far as relationships are concerned so i encourage you to come check it out it's going to be an awesome time it's always an awesome event to have people just have a discussion on some of the issues that a lot of single adults deal with in relationships. So hopefully you can join us this Friday. It's going to be at 8 p.m. You do not want to miss it. It's going to be an awesome time. Nevertheless, here is part three of Who Stole My Fruit. Don't cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample it under their feet and turn and tear you apart. You know why some relationships don't even start? Because God gives you a word about a relationship and you go tell your friend about it. And your friend tramples on it or trashes it. You want to go out with him? Nah. Don't go out with him. Did you hear about him? Did you hear what he did with so-and-so? Did you hear about what he did 50 years ago? You want to go out with her? Man, I heard a lot of stuff about her. I don't think, I don't think she's good for you. People trash what God gave you. And all of a sudden, you don't like it anymore. You were open to it, but when you told your friend about it, told a parent about it, told someone about it, they trashed it, and now you don't even want it. They trashed it. Imagine a diamond. Think of a diamond. And somehow the diamond ends up on the floor, and the pig came on the diamond, slapped over the diamond, pooped over the diamond, rolled itself over the diamond. Of course, you can always wash everything off. But how many of you know that after that, every time you see that diamond, you think of the pig? <laughs> You're not going to see the diamond. You always think, oh, there's a pig on this thing. So you don't appreciate, you don't even want it anymore. Well, that's how it is. We share with our friends. 
especially the friend who's also single and who wants to get married, who's thinking, how do you get an opportunity to be in a relationship and I've been waiting longer than you and I'm more spiritual than you and you're going to be in a relationship? This can be God. They trash it. They trash it and you don't want it anymore. Recently, I was speaking to a friend of mine where we had lunch and he told me about a lady he was dating a while ago and the lady introduced him to her pastor and to cut a long story short the pastor told the lady not to see the guy anymore so everything was fine until she talked to the pastor about the guy then she told the guy i can't date you anymore because my pastor says that i shouldn't date you anymore it kind of reminds me of a guy that i kind of worked with years ago he was telling me a similar story. He was dating this lady. The lady kept saying, you're the one for me. God says you're the one for me. All that good stuff. And she introduced him to her pastor. And her pastor told her that he's not the one. So he, she broke up with him. He wasn't really upset because she broke up with him. He was upset because she broke up with him because the pastor said for her, to break up with him. So he's asking, what, didn't you say that the Lord told you this? So you're making the decision based on what somebody else told you? You will be surprised how many people are still single because somebody told them otherwise. And you know what, to be fair, in some cases, the people that mislead them didn't mean to mislead them. They had in their own mind who the person should be going out with, and they felt like they were giving them counsel. But sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, counsel can cancel. Don't confuse the two. So one of the reasons why people don't even accept something God gave them is because somebody trashed it, they don't like it, they don't want it, and nothing ever happens. So that's level one. Satan, basically, we just hand it over to him. Level two says the seed fell on shallow ground. In Mark and Matthew's version, they said it didn't bear fruit, obviously because it's shallow, because it had no root. Luke said, because it lacked moisture. So the question is, okay, how do you reconcile both versions? One said, two of them said, no root. Luke said, no moisture. Now Luke is a doctor, you know, and doctors are often more detailed, you know. Nevertheless, this is how you reconcile the two. The way a tree or any plant gets water is through the root. So if the root is shallow and the water is deeper in the ground, the root has to be long enough to touch the water in order to draw water so that it can grow. So they're basically saying the same thing. No root means you don't have the capacity to draw water so that you can grow. So it's basically the same thing. No moisture because the root is not reaching the water to grow. But here, here's the thing. One of the reasons why relationships are not fruitful is because the individuals are immature. 
Scripture says they receive it, they hear it, and receive it with joy, which again reinforces the difference between the first group and the second group. The first group, the Bible says they heard it, period. That's all they did. These are those that hear, and when they don't understand, enemy comes and steals it. They just heard it. They didn't receive it. And I gave you why didn't they receive it? Hard-heartedness. Another reason is because people trash it. It's not God and stuff like that. But the second group, they heard it and they received it with joy. Excited. They were glad. But when persecution came, which it will come. How many of you know that when you get into a relationship, stuff happens. Something, somewhere will come against our relationship. The persecution was was against the word because they have no root. It didn't bear fruit. So this person is excited. Perhaps you guys have seen or heard of people. They get into a relationship. There's a lot of excitement the first day. You know, they're, they're, they're excited. They're happy. They talk about how the Holy Spirit is talking to them. And, you know, <laughs> they're excited and they're going to church more and the word more. And all of a sudden, you see them downcast. They don't even, you don't even see them in church anymore. Like, what happened? You were so excited. A lot of times it's because they're not rooted. They're not mature. Insecurities and just not, not, they're not rooted in the word. And therefore, when there's an attack, which it will come, they wither away. I give an example. And I address this extensively in, in my book, While You Are Single. Um, when Dina and I were dating, everything was cool. And just to go back to the first point, you can't tell everybody your business <laughs> because, you know, you want to avoid someone trashing what God gave you, you know. You can't tell everybody your business. So when Dina and I started dating, you know, first six months, nobody knew about it. We kept it under wraps. I said, girl, we're not going to tell anybody about this. And I told her because, first of all, we need to figure out what we're doing first, okay? Where is this going? You know how it is, you know, people see you talking to somebody and everybody say you're going to get married. People say, oh, you're going to get married and when are you going to invite me to the wedding and stuff like that. You know, I was like, no, nah, we're not going to have any of that. So we kept it on our wraps for like six months. I mean, maybe there were one or two people we trusted and gave, you know, for counseling purposes and and to, to pray about whatever it is going on between us. But for the first six months, nobody knew about it. So after six months, it became a little bit more public, okay? Here comes a prophet trying to suggest that Dan and I were not supposed to be together. Again, I go into the details in the book. And thank God that, you know, she was rooted and grounded. And I was, you know, trying to be rooted and grounded as well. At the time, I was like, okay, let's kind of seek God about this. I didn't tell her why. I told her we need to be apart for like a month. That's what I said. I told her we needed to be apart for like a month. And she wasn't too happy about it. She didn't know why. And you know, guys, you know how it is. Ladies are like, what is going on? Why? Especially when we don't explain stuff to them. So it, it doesn't help. I told her, hey, I'm not trying to break up, but let's just be apart and seek God about you know, whether to move forward in the relationship. So she received it. She went to pray. I went to pray. 
It didn't last more than two weeks. I said a month, but it didn't last two weeks. I felt like I got my answer from God. And uh, I think Rebecca kind of helped out with that as well. <laughs> but um, again, I discussed it in the book. But so we move forward. Obviously, we're married now, <laughs> you know, but we didn't let that situation, that persecution per se, you know, for our relationship to take root and, and instead let our relationship blossom to where it is now. So I just want to encourage everybody, you know, to be rooted and grounded in the word. That will help you a lot. Okay. The third group, this is very interesting. Jesus said, those are those that, the one that fell among thorns, and because of the thorns, it didn't bear fruit. Notice that in every other case, the Bible says a seed fell on some kind of ground. But in this case, it fell among thorns. Guess what? There were thorns before the seed were dropped. There were thorns before the seed was sown. And because of those thorns, they choked the word. One of the reasons why relationships don't even get off the ground is because of thorns. And I told you that I see this as a progression. So I'm assuming that this person doesn't have the issue of letting someone talk them out something God gave them. That's not this person. I'm assuming this person is not shallow in the sense that they're not rooted. That's not this person. So that lets me know this person has a level of maturity. But the thorns, which were there before the seed was sown, choked the relationship. A lot of people are not able to move forward to marriage or have successful marriage because they let thorns that were already there choke the relationship. Now, here's the thing about relationships, and I'm sure some of you will agree with me about this. You don't know that something is an issue until you get into a relationship. It was cool. It was fine when you were by yourself. You didn't know it was an issue. You didn't know you acted that way. You didn't know you behaved that way. You didn't know that that habit was an issue until you started dating somebody. And all of a sudden, it was an issue. It's funny how things pop up when you get into a relationship and choke the relationship. You never knew there could be issues. Sometimes thorns could be family members. Hmm. <laughs> thorns could be family members. Thorns could be habits. The scripture says, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things. In some cases, the, 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 the cares of this world, the desire for other things, some of those things may not be bad. They may not be bad. But when those things become priority over the relationship, it will choke the relationship, the desire to excel in your career, the desire to climb the corporate ladder. You are fast-paced, energetic, running around, trying to make things happen person, and you hook up with somebody who is a quality time person. And the person is like, you're, you're having a date, a conversation, and you're answering emails and on LinkedIn, trying to make the next connection, and the person is like, it will choke the relationship. 
thorns are associated with the flesh. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, John writes that the cares of this world, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, the lust of the flesh, they are not from God, they are from the world. So we have an idea of what it's referring to when it says the cares of this world, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. Pride is a thorn. Pride chokes relationships. Pride would choke the thing that God has put in your heart, a relationship that God has brought to you. Pride would choke it. Oh, you're not going to talk to me that way. Oh, I'm going to have the last word. Oh, you want to get into an argument? <laughs> you don't know who you're talking to. Choke the relationship. It's not somebody that is not an unbeliever. This is a Christian, a believer who wants to get married. And they're barely in the relationship and they want to one-up the other person. Oh, no. It's my way or the highway. Pride will choke the relationship. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.